from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. At least it would be if I could press the right buttons. (laughs) Pressed it, but I didn't press it far enough down. But that's okay. Nice. Not everything has to be perfect. I'm here, I promise. Right. Well, not for long. Nope. You sad, I'm sad gonna man. I'm going to die. Yeah, this is uh, nine to the end. Nine to the end. Could you turn these way up? Oh, those are mats. Sorry. Yeah, yep. they're, they're at go. mat level. Yeah. <laughs> I need them up near Pete level. Yeah, you need them closer to Pete level. How's that? <laughs> that pretty good? Yeah, it's good. All right, nice. So now that we got that out of the way, man, what have you been up to beer-related beer in the related. past week? <clears throat> uh, went over to... Green Bay area. Stopped at Appleton Brewing, or Appleton Beer Factory, I think okay. it's called. Is that, that sounds like a brewery. Yeah, it is. And so they just um, couldn't call it a brewery? They had yeah, to get fancy with it? I don't know. But the first one I had was real good. That was like a dark Schwartz beer. Well, I don't, it's, it's something along those okay. lines. Um and it was good. It tasted like malted milk balls. Ooh. And then I had that a Hefeweizen nice. that was pretty harshly under attenuated. Okay. And tasted like sugary bananas. And I did not like that. But they toasted the first one. They decided not to toast the one that I was like, one star. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It was a cool place. Like... The environment was neat. It was an, it was pretty new. Everything was like oak with like old school light bulbs and shit. Nice. There was a lot of steampunk stuff. They had a bunch of lamps that were made out of like pipes and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, that's that's very cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. I like that. So I went there, and I guess like averaging out their beer was okay because okay. I had one that was real good and one that was one real that was bad. real bad. But uh, so it was right. Yeah, you kind of averaged it out there then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. But yeah, I mean, that was cool. And that's about it, like, for new stuff that I've done. I was at Hop and Barrel yesterday with the lady. Yeah, I heard that you invited Pete, but you did not invite me. I see how it is. I was already there, and I didn't know. Like, I figured, well, I sent Pete a text, and he was like, I'm in River Falls. So I was like, well, Casey's probably with Pete. Well, I wasn't at that moment. Were you about to be? No, I was, uh, I I actually texted him about 20 minutes later, because I was going down to Swinging Bridge. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just And I was going to text were... you, but then Pete said that you were... Yeah, I just figured Hudson. that you were with Pete, and like, because I didn't know why else he would be down here. To see Dan. Dan oh, the I man. Guess. Dan the I ham man. I always forget about Dan. Yeah, you can't forget about the ham man. Yeah. I forget about ham Dan. You can't forget about ham Dan, it's very important. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I stopped in there, chatted with Brian a little bit. We put stickers on the wall. He was pretty excited. That he I does love them. to put stickers on the wall. Like, stickers are, like, his favorite thing. <laughs> he liked it a lot. He was a little disappointed in me because I, like, showed him, and he was like, oh, cool. But then he was had to talk to someone. And, and you so put I, the sticker on without him? Yeah, I put the stickers on <gasps> with my girlfriend, and then he comes over. You he's like, son of a bitch. And he's like, sticker time? And I'm like, oh, I already put him up. And he's like, no. Show me where. And he, like, made me take him over and show him, like, where on the wall I put the stickers. 
That's so. important. Like they they have this really cool sticker wall in the brewery. Like, yeah, I guess we should probably clarify. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. So by like kind of like by the bathrooms there, they just they dedicated an entire wall to brewery stickers, and it filled up pretty quick. Yeah, there's a there's a good like five foot diameter circle of stickers. Yeah. I bet it's a little bigger than that. Yeah, I've, I've contributed a couple. I threw uh, threw Remedy up there and yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, O'Hara put uh, Swinging Bridge up there, which was pretty funny i was there when he did that and <laughs> yeah yeah i put a few up there from i put still mank up there and appleton so i put a few up there from over that way that nice. i stopped at so that was pretty cool all right well uh let's see what else do we got here uh oh i suppose i should probably talk about what i've been up to beer related yeah what have you been up to? um i don't know went down to swing bridge had a couple uh other than that, like, what did I do last weekend? Oh, I went to the Venger Stube last weekend. Yeah, that, that was that. Like, it that had been cool. like ten years since I had been there, and I don't think I was drinking age last time I went. Yeah, yeah. So Carlos and I got liters of beer because Matt drove. Right. So he only got half liters. <laughs> um, I saw the enormous glass. It was Carlos, Carlos size. Out of. <laughs> Big ass mug. <laughs> so that was really good. Got some really good German food. Uh, some really good pilsners. Like, yeah, that place is that place is dope. You wouldn't be able to eat anything there, though. I'm I sure it's all carbs. Oh yeah, it's all carbs and <laughs> like yeah, fried carbs and meat <laughs> wrapped in carbs and carby gravies and uh, liters of beer and sounds delicious. Oh, man, pretzels but... and oh man, beer cheese. <laughs> Oh, I want to go back. It's not a summer restaurant. <laughs> no, because we went it like we went uh, Saturday, Saturday afternoon, and I went on like a fifteen mile bike ride that a- that afternoon, and it was like ninety three and humid as balls. Yeah. Like I looked like I had gone swimming when I got back, <laughs> and then I was like, "All right, well now let's go eat German food," and we go <laughs> it like, and we're walking there. Uh, and we're like, it is so hot. This is a mistake. This food is so heavy. And then I get in there and they have the AC down nice. And we're like, all right, all right, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this. And then like, you get the cold pilsner. You're like, oh, yeah. all right, well, yeah, no, I understand the German way now. Because I was, I was talking uh, with some people in Europe and they're like, oh, yeah, Germans, it'll be, you know, 85 degrees. Well, they don't say 85. They'll be like, it'll be, it'll be like 22 degrees or whatever, or 16 or whatever it is. Yeah. It's, hang on, well, it's, hang on, it's. Uh, double it and add 30. So, yeah, so it'd be like, uh, yeah, 25 degrees. Right. And they, uh, they'll, they, nobody drinks water there, but like they'll get like, you know, uh, a half liter of, uh, of Pilsner and a bratwurst to cool down. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I mean, okay. Like, whatever works for you. But you can't cool down with brat. <laughs> brat first is not cool. You, you, you sweat out the heat, I think is what it is. Like, <laughs> You just meat just, sweat out the heat. You just sweat until you don't have any liquid left in your exactly. body. Exactly. Like, that's all you need. Like, just just enough. It's called heat exhaustion, and it works great. Exactly. All right. So we got some uh, we got some bitter sitting in front of us. Yeah, we do. Some of our ESE strong bitter. Pretty excited about this. Yeah. Uh, this is probably, like, I, I, took a, I took a little sipski of it uh, while we were sitting here, and uh, it's probably the closest beer I've had to UK beer really? since I've been back. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't remember, uh, this is seven pounds of two row, uh, two pounds of amber, one pound of Vienna, and 0.1 pounds of black malt. Uh, then it's one and a half ounces of EKG at 60 minutes, 
uh, an ounce at 30 minutes and half an ounce at flame out, and then we fermented with London ESB uh, from Y Yeast, which is Y Yeast uh, 1968. Uh, OG on this was 1051, uh, finished out um, about uh, 1015, giving us a ABV of 47. Nice. Yeah, so just under 5%, which is kind of where you want it. Um, strong bitter. It's which so is, strong. It's 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 eleven C in the uh, the BJCP style guidelines. What we're looking for here is an average strength to moderately strong British British bitter ale. The balance may be fairly even between malt and hops to somewhat bitter. Drinkability is critical component. Uh, a rather broad style that allows for considerable interpretation by the brewer. Yeah. So the aroma, uh, hop aroma, moderately high to moderately low. Typically with a floral, earthy, resiny, and or fruity character. Um, medium to medium high malt aroma. Optionally with a low to moderate caramel component. Medium low to medium high fruity esters. Generally no diacetyl, although very low levels are allowed. No. Like this hop aroma is just like, you know all that, that English stuff? That. Yep, that. Yeah, no, this <laughs> and this like, it's it's a little earthy, um, a hint of floral uh, and then you get like a like a toasty caramel. Yeah, that aroma. Yeah. Yeah, like earthy and floral, and then like that waft of uh, it's just it just yeah maltiness and caramel. Yeah, oh, smells delightful. Smells delightful. I'm gonna give this a thumbs up on aroma. That is man. a thumbs that up is, on the aroma. That is dope. Hit that. All right. So appearance. You want to get that on the beer cam get there? On the beer cam. I got to look cam. over to where it is. Right. Uh, oh, you don't have your uh, your marker. What's that? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, I'll just leave this one here. Yep. All right. So uh, we're looking for light amber to deep copper to color. What? Oh. I can't really see what I'm doing. Sorry, we had a computer thing. Yeah, it was like, you. I just updated, and they're like, would you like to do more updates in the middle of your stream? <laughs> no. No, thank you. I would not, actually. How inconsiderate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so yeah, uh, light amber to deep copper color, good brilliant clarity, low to moderate off-white, or white to off-white head. Uh, a low head is acceptable when carbonation is also low. So we are, uh, let's see, amber? No, I would, well, I'd, I'd say, like, we're riding that line between amber and copper. Yeah, and it actually shows up pretty well if I hold it close enough to the beer cam, like the yeah. color. Yeah, uh, uh, clarity is pretty good. Um, a it's little fairly clear. Like yeah. I had, we we put these kegs in a little late, so we're still gonna get a little. Um, yeah, well, they didn't have quite enough time to settle, which is good for this beer, though. Yeah, uh, temperature wise, it's solid. Um, yeah, uh, clarity's okay. The head low, mm-hmm. low uh, off white, which is acceptable because the carbonation on this is pretty low. There's our color. Oh yes. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think it hits the appearance for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Now, let's, let's talk the important one here. Let's talk about flavor. Medium to medium high bitterness with supporting malt flavors evident. The malt profile is typically bready, biscuity, nutty, or lightly toasty, and optionally has a moderately low to moderate caramel or toffee flavor. Hot flavor moderate to moderately high, typically with a floral, earthy, resiny, and or fruity character. Hot bitterness and flavors should be noticeable, but should not totally dominate malt flavors. Moderately low to high fruity esters. Optionally may have low amounts of alcohol, medium dry to dry finish. Generally no diacetyl, although very low levels are allowed. 
Um, man, uh, toasty, caramel, a little bit of toffee. Um, then you get like this really good earthy uh, hop character. Um, there's a bitterness throughout, but it doesn't like it's balanced, very balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm not really getting a whole lot of fruity esters. Maybe a little on the no. back end, but not much. Like a slight estery, yeah. medium dry finish. Yeah, yeah, I get like that lightly toasty in there. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a very good English ale. Yeah, that's tasty. Very good. I like that a lot. I there will be much of this consumed. <laughs> there will be. There, this won't yeah. be an issue. No, I'm glad. So this is one that I accidentally rebrewed. Yeah. So I got another five gallons of it. <laughs> we'll see if it turns out though. I did something like I reused the yeast cake, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, okay. It took off like a rocket ship, but yeah, maybe it'll it work, work out. It should. Yeah. They should be multiplied. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna give this a thumbs up on flavor, dude. Yeah, this is a thumbs up beer. All right. Uh, mouthfeel: medium light to medium full body, low to moderate carbonation. Although bottle versions will be higher, strong versions or stronger versions may have slight alcohol warmth. Uh, but this character should not be too high. Uh, this is this is definitely um, like low carbonation, which is perfect for this style. Yeah, I wouldn't want a high high carb. Like it kind of sort of em- emulates the uh, the cask. Yeah, um, not not perfect, but but close. Um, and then yeah, I'd say this is I don't know, like medium bodied. Yeah, I'd give it medium. That's what I was gonna say too. Yeah. There's no alcohol warmth. There should no, be no, uh, not yeah, four point seven seven. Yeah, there should so. not be any. Yeah, no. This is this is a damn good beer. I'm very happy with it. I'm very happy with it too. This is real good. Yeah, very solid. Probably gonna be drinking this throughout the show as we the shows the shows as we yep. subject me to beers I don't like. Well, yeah, because uh, so little little behind the curtain stuff again, which you guys should know uh, because Rick is leaving so soon. We're burning through, like, getting all these recorded so we can finish the 80-style challenge with the two of us. Yeah. Um, so you guys can get a kind of a consistent voice throughout the entire thing before we kind of switch gears. So we are recording three uh, at a time, and we've, I don't know, we're doing that for, what, four weeks? No, five three, weeks. Five, five? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, guess. I guess yeah. it'll be five weeks in a row that we're doing that. So I guess this is the third. Third week, we have two more. Yeah. Yeah, because it's basically been since I got back. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of like, you know, peek behind the curtain, if you're wondering why uh, we keep doing all these back-to-back shows. And I'm like, and we'll probably break it up a little bit. Um, so the 80-style challenge might kind of extend out a little bit uh, just so we can get you some fresh content in there. Sure. Um, in, like, August and stuff. Right. So it's not just all... Not a bad plan. Yeah. But, anyway... Uh, so we're going to be doing three, well, two sours tonight and a fruit beer. So that'll be fun. Actually, I think I think you're going to find, all right, well, this pleasant, this first one, you're probably not going to find the best, but I think the next two, you're going to find pretty pleasant. I've gone, I've become okay with, like, lacto, but Brett is still not. Just still not? No. Just not. Like, that is not an okay taste to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you'll like the next two um, besides this one. Depending on how you feel about the fruits that we're using there, or that are used in them, yeah, but uh, that is that is next show's problem. Right now, we got to talk about twenty-eight B. Twenty-eight B mixed fermentation. It's the mixed fermentation. So you want me to pop this open? 
Uh, yeah, you want to go ahead and give that label a read-ski? Absolutely. Take a look at it here. You just moved your marker, dude. Oh. Well, whatever. I mean... Well, no, I, I, I didn't care. I just wanted to let you know that you moved your marker. Put it back. Now I'm all fucked up. Okay. So, I'll put this right here in front of the beer cam. That's kind of shadowy. Right. Uh, for the listeners, uh, we have the uh, Brewery Ruse. Teru. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, it's just the Ruse. It, yeah. It's yeah. like Brewery Terroir. Yeah, whatever Ruse. it says. Um, this is from the brewery in California. Very well known. Uh, you can probably find this on your local liquor stores. They're pretty ubiquitous now. Yeah. Uh, used to be pretty hard to find. Now you can get them pretty much anywhere. So uh, for this, we're looking for a sour and or funky version of a base style of beer. And so the ruse, let's see if I can pull up the thing here. It's a sour blonde ale aged. Oh, there we barrels. go. Yeah, this sour blonde ale. And this one's from 2015, I believe. Yep. Yep. This is the 2015. Uh family root familiar root i don't know how to say these things yep uh yeah so this is. is this is a this is a lambic or a lambic lambic uh style uh you can't call it a lambic unless it's actually brewed in the lambic region of uh so Russell, it's lambic or, uh, Belgium. Style. yes yes um yeah that, that was a whole big thing and it's not a protected term yet uh because the brewers in belgium can't get their shit together <laughs> but uh, out of respect, uh, most brewers in the U.S. will not call it a lambic or a lambic. Interesting. We'll get some of that. Yeah. All right. So we'll put that in front of the beer cam to look at the bottle there. Here's your glass. Thank you. Right here. All right. So, um, yeah. So Ruse is our take on the traditional Belgian-style blend of uh, lambics of different ages. We carefully select a number of oak barrels from our warehouse uh, that have been aging sour blonde ale for anywhere from several months to several years and blend the beers together uh, to what we find to be the ideal flavor. Um, it's complex beer, notes of hay, barnyard funk, apricots, and olives play wonderfully with the balanced acidity. Fantastic. I don't know if that was... Uh... Fully sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> Make it sure. Make it like sure. the barnyard thing. I mean, uh, well, you want to diet dive into the aroma there i would love to uh variable by base style should show the fruit sour and or funk of a wild fermentation as well as the characteristics of the special ingredients used the best examples will blend the aromatics from the fermentation with the special ingredients creating an aroma that may be difficult to attribute precisely oh this is this smells great um like you get just like there's there's like a, a sweet uh, like lemony yeah character that's definitely got quite a bit of like lemon zest yeah. um, a little bit of fresh hay not not like that wet hay that I usually get there's like a fresh hay character there yeah I mean there's definitely Brett smell in this yep yeah I but it's I don't know, it, it seems brighter to me than yeah and Brett I think usually yeah does. it's either that or it's brightened by all those fruits Either way, this smells a lot better than a lot of Bretts that I've smelled yeah. before. All right. Um, appearance. Variable by base style. Clarity can be variable. Some haze is not a fault. Head retention can be poor due to high levels of acid or anti-foam properties of some lactobacillus strains. Yeah. So 
this is quite clear. Uh, well, there's a little hazy. haze, actually. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's cloudy. Yeah, it's cloudy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, no head retention at all. No. Nope. It just vanishes. Now we just poured this, and there's just a little ring. Little ring. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, flavu. All right. Variable by base style, as we could say for all of this. Um, should show fruit, sour, and or funk of a wild fermentation, as well as the characteristics of the special ingredients used. Any fruit sweetness is generally gone, so the only the esters typically remain from the fruit. The sour character from the fruit and wild fermentation could be prominent, but should not be overwhelming. The acidity and tannin from any fruit can both enhance the dryness of the beer. Um, so... Can both... Well, oh, okay, I see what's going on. Uh, the acidity and tannin from any fruit can both enhance the dryness of the beer. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to read. They're Wait, talking... hang on, why, why are you talking about fruit? What? The acidity and tannin from any fruit. Wild. Uh... Oh, I'm in the wrong one. Yeah. I'm in wild specialty. Disregard that. I'm over here. There you go. This is where I should be. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 one over. Yeah. Okay. Variable by base style. Look for an agreeable balance between the base beer and the fermentation character. A range of results is possible from fairly high acidity slash funk to a subtle, pleasant, harmonious beer. The best examples are pleasurable to drink with the esters and phenols complementing the malt and or hops. The wild character can be prominent, but does not need to be dominating in this style with an otherwise strong malt hop profile. Acidity should be firm yet enjoyable, but should not be biting or vinegary, prominent or objectionable, offensive, acidic, acid is a fault. Bitterness tends to be low, especially as sourness increases. All right, I got some things to say about this, but first I'm going to watch your face. Because it's going to be great. This is lacto as hell. Oh! Oh uh, no! There's, there's a lot of lacto in there. Oh no! Three sips. You got this. Oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So it's it's very very tart. Um, you get a little bit of that Blondale yeah. sweetness in there, but most of that's been dried out by um, the lacto and the Brett. Very lemony, um, like just a very bright like oh. lemon uh, sourness or acidity there. Like just cuts straight through everything. Gives you this really nice, like, lemonade flavor almost. It's so sour. It's so sour. Uh-uh. No? Uh-uh. Not for me. <laughs> I taste sourness. Oh, come on, you can get in there. Uh, lemony. Ah. Uh. It tastes like I'm drinking lemon juice, bro. It's 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 very tart. Like, yeah, you know, we'll end up giving a lot of that to Carlos. I think after this episode. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do a, a lot any more of that. Right. I will finish this taster because because you're an adult. Yeah, and I've decided that if I pour something, at least a taster, I'm gonna finish it. I just, but that's the thing. Like my, woofda, I can't pick things out. 
in this because in the, well, it's too much. There, of an there's assault. honestly not much to pick out there right now. Um, I like, do get the lemon. Yeah, like, the, it's not just because it's sour; it's actually quite lemony. Yeah, like no, but like the lacto and like you don't get a whole lot of the Brett character because the lacto is just lacto is just kind of taking over everything, and yeah. it's so tart and it's so like. Brah. Yeah, I smelled the Brett, and I don't taste the Brett. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Let's see. Mouth. Feel. Oh yeah, mouth feel. Uh, a variable by base style, of course. Generally a light body, almost always lighter than what uh, might be expected from the base style. Generally moderate to high carbonation, although often lower in alcohol or offer lower and higher alcohol examples. Uh, yeah, no, this is very light style or light body. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually just kind of very light all around. Yeah, it's it's light. It dries out. Um, Honestly, like if if I wanted to do something with this, I would uh, I would take like a sweeter uh, like like a sweet concoction of like juice or something. Yeah. Uh, like like a, like almost like a strawberry juice and do like a strawberry uh, uh, rattler with it, or like a strawberry soda. Sure. Because um, that'll like you know you get like this almost like strawberry lemonade type deal then. Yeah, and it'd be like very refreshing on a. That on would a be hot a refreshing day. flavor if it knocked some of that sourness out. Yep. Yeah. Let's run. Uh, let's run through some comments. So these beers may be aged in wood, but any wood character should not be primary, primary or the dominant flavor. Sour beers are typically not bitter as these flavors clash. The base beer style becomes less relevant because the various yeast and bacteria tend to dominate the profile. Inappropriate characters include diacetyl, solvent, ropey, viscous texture, oh, I see, and heavy oxidation. All right. Uh, The history here is American and American craft beer interpretations of Belgian sour ales or experimentations inspired by Belgian ales. Oh, right. Some characteristic ingredients in these bad boys. Virtually any style of beer. Um... The blonde worked out really well for this one. It doesn't like it. Definitely takes a back seat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That seems like a good base to start with. Oofta. Um, generally fermented by Lactobacillus and or Pediococcus, often in conjunction with Saccharomyces and or Brettomyces, can also be a blend of styles. Wood or barrel aging is very common, but not required let's talk about comparing this to some other styles it is a sour and or funky version of a base style that's about it uh entry instructions we have some specifics here occasionally we run into these where we'll have a couple specific entry instructions and this one says the entrant must must specify a description of the beer identifying the yeast and bacteria used and either a base style or the ingredients specs and target character of the beer uh so vital statistics variable by style that's that's it like it's it's gonna depend on what base style you use yeah. obviously I'm, I'm thinking blondale dude like, i think that's a good base i really do think that's a good base it's already low on the bitterness, so it's not going to clash. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, what we can do is we can kind of look at our blonde ale recipe. Yeah. 
I'm going to run through some commercial examples quick. Yeah, go ahead and do that one. So commercial examples. uh, Boulevard Love Child. Cascade Vlad the Imp Ailer. That's that's a very good beer. I think I've had pretty much all of these, by the way, yeah. Uh, Jester King Le Petit Prince. Jolly Pumpkin Calabaza. Calabaza. Blanca. Calabaza Blanca. All right. Russian River Temptation, the Brewery Ruse, which is what we have here, and the Brewery Tart of Darkness. Yeah, that was the other one I could have gotten. Yeah. Um, and I thought about it. I was like, eh, that could be good, but... Um, figured go lighter, since we're doing a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to use our successful Blondale recipe. Well, we don't know if it's successful yet. We haven't tasted that one oh, yet. Oh, we haven't tasted the Blondale? Yeah, that was number uh, 59. Oh, I thought we tasted the Blondale. I don't think we have. Maybe we didn't. You're probably right. I think it's still in a fermenter over there. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to use that anyway, even though if we don't know it's successful. Oh, I used the wrong thing here. And then we're going to go and check out. I clicked on the wrong one, and I put... Uh, it was like, hey, would you like crystal malt in here? Yeah, seven pounds of it. Perfect. Like, that is the wrong number. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't think hops matter here. I really don't. No. Well, not... Re- no. Um, like, man, will you grab the IBU uh, range for Blondale? Sure. Let me just type that up. Control F it. Pop through these. We've done a we've done Belgian blonde. That's one that we have oh, okay. tried. Uh, American blonde is the one that we're using right now. Getting down to it here. There we uh, go. It looks like fifteen to twenty eight. Uh, yep, fifteen to twenty eight on that. All right. There. Um, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm thinking just Cascade, something cheap, easy. Sure. And just a sixty minute edition, one ounce gives us nineteen. That'll work. And with this, how the sour is going to go out, I think it'll be fine. And then let's use American Ale as a primary fermenter. And then um, just like a lacto, just like a, a mix, right, I would think. I would think you'd use some sort of mix, yeah. I want to blend. Um, do I want the Berliner... Maybe a Belgian Lambic blend. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah let's do that. We'll use uh, the Y East uh, 3278 uh, Belgian Lambic blend as a secondary. So basically, we'll ferment it out with the American Ale, and then uh, I'll bring it someplace warm and probably throw a brew belt on it and then throw that Lambic blend in there and just let her rip. There you go. Just let it let it do its yeah, thing. Yeah. So, uh, final final recipe here. Um, for those of you guys watching live, you guys can see it up on the screen right now. Uh, for those of you listening, it is seven pounds of two row, one pound of wheat malt, eight ounces of uh, C20, um, and then an ounce of Cascade at 60 minutes. Ferment with 1056. Uh, then throw some Belgian Lambic blend in there and let her let her go. Do it up. Let her, let her rock and roll. Rockin' and rollin'. And that is our sour blonde ale. So that will be up on the uh, on the brew toad. 
So you should be able to grab that, download that real quick, real nice like. I'm trying to think, Ben. Is there anything else we have to do before we wrap up? I don't think so. We made a beer. Again. A recipe. Yeah, we talked about some sourness. Man, we're, I'm, I'm going to be kind of bummed that I won't be able to subject you to these sours anymore. I know. I'm not bummed about that part. But... I, it's okay. We still got a few more coming. <laughs> we, got, we got one next week, and I think there's two more in the next uh, in the last six episodes here. So I know there's at least one. All right. Um, guys, thanks for make tuning fun. in. Uh, make sure you check out our other shows, the Department of Offense, live every Sunday. Uh, you can check that out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Studios, or just get it the same way you get all of our other podcasts. Uh, we got Soundwave. If you like music, every other Thursday, uh, Matt and Carlos will talk about the latest music trends. Uh, and check out the Legends of Lothos every Monday night, live on Twitch at 8 p.m. Central, or grab the... Uh, Grab the back catalog. Now's the perfect time to hop in. We're not too far deep, and there's some interesting things happening. All right, guys, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. If, you, if you're into any Amazon shopping, click on the Amazon link to buy our homepage. Your Amazon shopping is normal. Um, and then we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon. really helps us out. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash studios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.